Mmm, that's good. Welcome to Digital Coffee. All right, guys. It's a little bit later than what I was actually planning to record this, but whatever. I'm still getting it out for you guys because it's a new episode and I always do new episodes. Most of the time. Anyways, let's get on with the tech news that's going on. And if you are not a morning person like me, uh, you may actually want this. I don't know if I'd like to, you know, purposefully shock myself to get up. There's something called the shock clock that allows you to, you know, wake up when you want to wake up. And to specifically, you know, get yourself up, become a morning person, I guess, because... That's really why we're actually doing it, it's just to become a morning person, because we're not morning people, or some people aren't morning people. There are other morning people that I do know that are actually very morning people, and I'm like, I, I, give me a couple hours, and I'll be right there with you, and then they'll fall asleep. It's a vicious cycle of night owls and morning people, because we don't really always sink very well. Anyways, if you're looking to become a morning person, this is the watch for you. Yes, it will give you a healthy jolt to wake you up. I don't know why it would be called a healthy jolt, but apparently it is quote-unquote healthy. I don't know why jolts are healthy, but apparently this one is. All right, for the early bird price, it's going to be about uh, $79. And then for retail price, because it's still being, you know, in the kickstarting type of phase or any go-go, I should say, uh, it's going to be uh, $100 to actually get it. So... Yes, if you need to be that person that needs to get, you know, get up, this is this is it for you. All right, more on the election type front. Even though uh, it's already been decided on who's actually won New York, uh, Bernie Sanders' campaign has decided to make a Snapchat geofilter to get those millennials of my generation out voting. Well, it probably won't help very much because... We aren't really known for that. Uh, but yes, it is, it is a specific filter for the area of New York. And now, Snapchat did release this probably a month or two ago, where you could actually, for a certain fee, buy, uh, make, and then give it to Snapchat to approve, and then buy a certain distance on where you how much you want to do it and then have a specific geo filter for that region well it looks like the Bernie camp has actually done that will it actually work uh, my my take is no they're probably still gonna lose in New York but it's a way to get people or try to get Millennials to vote because that's what we should be doing but we're not very much anyways Viber has just updated its app web Mac iOS and Android. I just I said app, but I just named them all anyways. Uh, to be encrypted, so it is fully encrypted. Uh, that means video calls, text messages, video videos, and photo sharing is all is all going to be encrypted. So you won't have the fear of uh, government snooping on your nonsensical conversations because they do love to do that for some weird and strange reason because. They're catching terrorists by listening to, oh my gosh, why did Taylor Swift in those Apple commercials? It's so amazing. Conversations. I'm pretty sure there's other ones as well. Uh, but yes, uh, as the trend becomes more and more apparent, uh, more and more companies, especially in the tech field, are going to be encrypted for uh, government officials to, uh, 
to have a hard time actually decrypting all of these things. Even though in the movies it's, it seems so easy to actually do, it's actually really not that easy to do. But like I said before, uh, since all this coming out of governments snooping on their own citizens, tech companies have taken note and said, hey, we're actually going to make it a lot harder for you guys to snoop on our customers because it's bad for business. It really is. All right. Also in the news of the encryption and companies comply with government requests for snooping, uh, BlackBerry has said it, it it has allowed the Canadian government to, uh, you know, snoop on about 1 million te- uh, messages sent using BlackBerry Messenger. Uh, this is in a two-year span between 2010 and 2012. Uh, BlackBerry has said that they, they did do this and that it helped uh, Canadian law enforcement uh, to, you know, uncover the murder case involving the organized crime in Montreal. So they said, hey, look, it was a good thing. This is what they found, even though they probably probably could have found it other ways as well. But the CEO has confirmed that they have actually have done that. Now, it's an interesting case because uh, more tech companies are saying, no, we don't want this. And then uh, BlackBerry is like, eh, okay, we'll, we'll add you this time. But in Pakistan, when they said that they want them to hand over all their server data, BlackBerry just basically shut it down in Pakistan and said, nope, we're not doing that for you. So it's interesting. It's always a balancing act to figure out how far you should go to comply with the government and when you should just put your foot down and say, no, you need a warrant for this, depending on what country you're in. United States, you actually do need a warrant for for doing that. A lot of times it doesn't actually happen, but they should. And it's just also an interesting uh, outcome for both of them because one in Canada, which is Blackberry is based off out of, they complied with the Canadian law enforcement in Pakistan. They were like, uh, nope, sorry, not going to do it for you. So it should be an interesting. Still, it's always developing, but it should be a really an interesting ride into the unknown. All right, it looks like Pinterest has totally revamped their iOS app. Yes. Building from the ground up, they have made it specifically for iOS uh, to make it easier to serve pins, repin, like, and all that other fun stuff. Uh, It's also going to be a lot faster loading of pictures and videos to everything that people actually want to see. And so it won't take you two to three seconds to see the, the picture. It'll take you one. More and less. Uh, but yes, this particular, it's not really like for the revamp, it's not really a whole redesign of how it really looks. It has some redesigning and uh, some of the menu systems are on the bottom and it also has a more prominent messenger uh, icon with search and pictures as well. So there is some but it's not fully a redesign of changing everything about Pinterest. This is more of just focusing on the strengths of iOS and building upon that. Now, other platforms will be coming out too in the coming months. So Android is going to get the same treatment as being fully optimized from the ground up to, you know, be better at loading pictures. And they did have a side-by-side comparison, which I'll put in the show notes for you to see the difference in before and the after. And it's crazy, crazy, crazy difference. 
Also, like now, the difference between the before and after is that the messenger icon is not a square, it's a circle now. Uh, but beyond that, the iOS app looks pretty much the same. Like I said, it's a revamp, but it's not really a complete redesign of how it looks. So you're not going to be totally confused on it because you know how that goes. Ah, how does this work? I don't know. Help me. Maybe not. All right. If you are looking to personalize emails and, well, you're having to... Uh, BCC a lot of different people. Well, there is a cloning tool for you from Gmail. It is made by a couple uh, developers that are also bloggers as well. And what you do is that you type in the text, you go to the website, and it basically gives you a more personalized version for each individual person so they feel like they're cared for because you don't want to write individualized versions of like 50 emails because that's a, that's a waste of time. And we're just lazy. So, yeah, I'll put uh, in the show notes. It's a free tool, by the way. I'll put it in the show notes to see if, uh, well, if you actually want to try this out or not. And you have to go to the website and actually do this. There isn't a Chrome extension or anything else like that. But it's, it's, an, it's a very interesting tool to allow you to do that to a whole wide array of people. All right. The EFF, or the Electronic Frontier Foundation, is going is suing the Department of Justice for access of what they call secret court orders of decryption. Yes, the EFF has looked into is the government making companies decrypt or give basically weak encryption backdoors to the government so they can snoop on people. Now, the government has kind of said, no, we're not really doing this, but yes, we're really doing this. They haven't been really being forthcoming, which doesn't really look good for the government and the EFF has said has asked routinely if they could see a lot of documents uh, pertaining to this and the government has denied them uh, that type of request and so they have gone to say well it looks like we're gonna have to you know sue you guys because it looks like you're doing something weird now Congress has tried to actually get the uh, release or get these types of documents out to the public so they can actually read them. Uh, but it's just kind of been a very slow and long process because that's how the government really works. It doesn't really work like you would hope it would. It just works when it wants to. It's really bad like that. But yeah, that's kind of how it is. All right, sad news for about 12,000 people at Intel. They are about to lose their jobs since Intel uh, um, is pivoting to be more of a cloud-slash-mobile-based company instead of a computer chipmaker company that they were known for and have become popular for. They are shifting gears and being, being part more of the cloud and Internet of Things sector than the PC uh, sector because... Quote, unquote, the PCs are not selling as well. Now, I don't know if they're actually just looking at how many desktops are actually bought or how about in, or if they're actually looking at individual components being sold, because that could be a different factor as well. Because a lot of, as I know of, a lot of PC users nowadays buy bits and parts and just upgrade that way because it's a lot cheaper that way. And you can... Uh, basically have a computer that goes longer than intended for because you're just 
upgrading it piecemeal instead of going, I need to get a new computer. Unlike what Apple does where it says, hey, if you want something new, you got to buy a whole new one. And that's $1,300. So cough it up or just don't get a new one. Uh, but yes, I do agree with the report that the ever uh, popularity of, well, not really as much tablets, but some tablets and uh, smartphones have made desktop computers not as popular and people don't really up, upgrade them as much as they used to just because, well, there is not really a big need to upgrade that. Like I said before, if you're in the PC market, you're going to upgrade piecemeal and not just the whole desktop. Unless you don't really know what you're doing, then I, yeah, I do agree you just buy a whole new desktop. Because if you don't really know what you're doing, I would rather not you try to screw up your computer. But most people that know how to upgrade their PC do it piecemeal because it's just a lot easier. You can just upgrade the RAM whenever you want to. You can upgrade the graphics card, hard drive, maybe uh, the CPU if you can, if it works on your motherboard. If it's not, then you have to buy a whole new motherboard and that's the whole that's a whole another case and that actually will cost you a little bit more. But beyond that, you can usually just upgrade piecemeal. All right, it looks like Google has basically uh, came out with a report saying, hey, actually we, Android has uh, getting better at security more than ever, saying that the company has scanned more than 6 billion apps per day. Uh, that's part of last year's report. Uh, some of the highlights is that, once again, Google checks 6 billion installed apps daily for malware, potentially harmful apps in Google's uh, parlance. Uh, a total of 400 million devices per day are scanned for network-based and on-device threats. Among devices the, the, that only get their apps from Google Play, less than 0.15% have had a potential harmful app so this is actually really great news for android as a as a whole because the perception is that android is not as quote-unquote secure as well apple is because apple tightly controls uh everything about its ecosystem and its design so the only people that make iphones is apple the, pe the people that judge your app to see if it's worthy beyond their app store apple so it's all of that in a bag of nuts. Uh, for Android, which is owned by, which is maintained owned by Google, uh, they give it out to other manufacturers to make phones for. Now they do have their own line called the Nexus line, and it's usually called the vanilla Android, which is which basically means that the only apps installed are Google apps. Now there have been reports that. Canada and European Union have gone after Google because of this anti-competitive strategy they've used. But my and a lot of good points is it's owned by Google. Of course, they're going to put on their own stuff. That's what you do. Uh, the thing is, is that you can actually erase any of Google's apps if you want. There is no this is actually in your phone and you cannot erase this. No, that's actually contrary to Android. You can use whatever you want. You can use Outlook uh, app if you want to. You can use Yahoo Mail if you want to instead. You can use uh, Boxer. You can use a whole wide array of other uh, email apps if you want to. Uh, it's not really crucial that you use the Gmail or the Gmail inbox by Gmail uh, app, 
But the EU and Canada have tried to go after Google for that. Now, Canada lost that suit, which is great because it's not really antitrust if you can actually erase it. And most people don't really know what to download in the beginning anyway. So it's a, it's a really nice base to have. Just you have quite a bit of apps there. And they're usually all pretty good too. Uh, but unfortunately, Google has to, you know, go through this. It's not very that fun. But that's what they have to go through as well. Now, they also were in another court case for scanning of books. Now, this, this case has... A long history. I think it was back in 2010, where the court was like, "No, you're not allowed to do that. It's not fair use." Well, the Supreme the Supreme Court has come down and said, "No, it's actually fair use, and they're allowed to do this." So they're back to scanning books for you, yay, for free ish, probably. Uh, it's, I think it's always going to be depending on what book it is, but it would be great for scholars and people just learning in school, learning, wanting to, you know, have the resources to search for things as well. So it's, it's a great thing. Yay, win for Google in a way. Uh, but the EU uh, story is still ongoing and they are heavily going after Google because of so, quote unquote, uh, antitrust type of laws that they may be infringing upon. It really depends on your perspective of it, to be honest with you. All right, but with that, Apple News. Ooh, now there's a new update to the MacBook line. Yes, there is new MacBooks coming with better battery life, uh, graphics boost, and, well, as always, a new color. Yay! Uh, with this, instead of the Broadwell processors, you're going to get the, uh, the Skylake processors, which is going to be a huge upgrade as well. Um, you're also going to get about uh, 256 uh, gigs of flash storage or SSD storage as well. Uh, and it's always depending on what processor you're going to get and uh, how much storage you're going to get. It's going to be depending on the price. Um, you're going to get about an hour more battery life through it as well. And there's now the rose gold color. Ooh, so if you really need the, ro the rose gold for your laptop, I... I'm okay with black or white, to be honest with you. Rose gold just seems like you're just super pretentious and need to have gold in it. Look, it's gold now. It's even more expensive. Uh, it's going to be ranging. It's going to start around uh, $1,300 and go upwards. So if you're looking to spend a lot of money, Apple is always the best choice. But if you're actually looking to... Understand tech, I would always say go PC. Plus, if you get a lot of PC uh, laptops and desktops, you get a lot more out of the price you get. So you get a lot more memory. You get a better uh, graphics card, or you can actually put a graphics card in there as well. More RAM, more hard drive space. It's usually you get more of everything with a lot less of the price. Even at the same price, you probably get a lot, a lot more than what they're offering. So I always say, yeah, if you want to go Apple, awesome, great. But if you're just going to surf the web and do word processing stuff, you are spending a whole bunch of money on something you could do with a PC or even a Chromebook, which is usually under $200, depending on which one. The Pixel is not. But that's the only Chromebook that I know that's over, well, it's actually $1,000 because it's the screen. All right. Yesterday... 
Google has officially announced that podcasts are now officially on Google Play Music. Woo! I'm already on there. I've been on there for a month or so. I've been kind of off and on there just because of all the RSS feed issues I've had in the past. But I am officially back on there. So you can, for my Android users, listen to me to Google, uh, Google Play Music. I'm also on TuneIn now. Uh, I don't know if I announced that yet. Stitcher, iTunes, obviously. Uh, and uh, Pocket Cast, if you actually like that, it's, which is a really great one, even though it's kind of expensive. But yes, they have finally announced it, and now it's available only in the U.S. and Canada. So sorry, everybody else that's not in the U.S. and Canada. You don't actually get it yet, but it's already rolled out on the web in Android. I found it on the web. I haven't gotten the update for the Android version yet, but I do know that it's on the web. Uh, that and the redesign of all of their icons... This basically means that they're unifying and making a lot of their products better. This is one of them because it, that has been sort of lacking Google Play Music. Uh, they're going up against, obviously, iTunes, which has been doing it for quite a while, but it's not very good. Trust me. iTunes is awful, but you kind of have to, you know, use it because everybody's on it. Uh, I've had a lot better success with Stitcher and uh, Google Play Music. Tune in. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how well that goes. Uh, but yeah, it's a great thing. I mean, I always love to see more people on there. Yay. All right. Now, segue into apps to try out. Now, if you're a coffee lover, and this is digital coffee, so I found this really great app called Cupper, and it's basically a specialty coffee guide. It's only on I, the Apple, the App Store, uh, iOS App Store. Uh, but it looks like it's a great way to find, you know, specialty coffee places, a way to uh, drink specialty coffee as well, a way to find just places that actually serve really great coffee. Now, this is only for cafes in uh, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and San Diego. So if you're not in California, this app really isn't great for you. But, and I would kind of contend that they should probably should have put in Portland in this as well, because Portland has been really big in the revitalizing of the coffee scene. I know Starbucks started it, but they just suck. Now, if you like Starbucks, I'm going to blow your mind. It's one of the worst coffees you can actually ever taste. It's awful. It's terrible. It's over-roasted. The milk is always burnt. It's god-awful. Like, I go there only because I don't want to be the... I don't want to be the guy, the group of friends that's like, hey, where are we going to go? How about Starbucks? No, I hate that place. It's so bad. I'll just like kind of grim bear it. I'll buy a cup of coffee, but then I have to. And I usually, I actually always drink my coffee black because it's actually healthier for you to do that. But at Starbucks, I, I have to put cream and sugar in there because they do a really bad job of roasting their beans. It's awful. And you're like, but it's so good. I'm like, you probably get a Frappuccino or one of the lattes that they over sugar. I mean, by over sugar, or they put about six to seven pumps of whatever flavor you're going to put in there. So that's quite a bit of flavor uh, in that latte. Now, if you're, they're actually doing that, that means they're hiding something. It's usually bad espresso and bad milk. I'm not saying that they're expired, but they just don't because there is a proper way to actually steam the milk. And there's always a proper way to actually get a really great espresso. Starbucks doesn't do it because it automates it all, so it becomes a faster process. Now, great for people that are on the go and just really want something quick, but you're really missing something from it. You're missing the actual really good, I can 
taste the bean type of uh, coffee. I know, I just probably blew, totally blew your mind. All right. For my college students that are listening to this, and you're graduating soon, I'm pretty sure you are. Well, LinkedIn has announced yesterday that they have LinkedIn for students. Now, LinkedIn is not the most used for young people. It's the least popular. It's probably the most unpopular social media out there. It's probably one of the oldest social medias out there as well. First started just being an online resume and then it morphed, obviously, into what it is today. Uh, but uh, what it can do is to help you find it pick you can pick a major, pick your degree, and then land your dream job. Woohoo! I kind of wish I actually had this in college, but this is a way for you to find what you want to do, find mentors. I really wish I had this when I was in college. This would have been helped so much. So if you're looking to figure out how to get into LinkedIn, this might be a good way of figuring that out. Now it's the great thing is, and LinkedIn rarely does this, it's on the App Store and the Google Play Store, which usually they only release stuff on the App Store and they kind of forget the Google Play Store nine times out of ten. But they haven't this time. Uh, so if you're, you're looking to, to start your career uh, or just to find your roadmap in the game called Life, oh, I don't remember that, that game. That game was the easiest one ever, but it sucked when you got that really bad house. Uh, but anyways, uh, it's just another way of getting connected and finding people that can help you with your career. And so I highly recommend this. Like I said before, it's on the App Store and the Google Play Store. So what do you got to lose except for a little time of signing stuff up? All right. For my App Store users, there is a new uh, way of making music called Noise, N-O-I-Z. Uh, it's... It uses a lot of shapes, and you kind of just, you know, make your own music by pushing on the shapes and seeing what kind of beautiful music you can make. So you can be your own producer and be like, look, listen to this. Yeah, isn't this, isn't this legit? I don't know why I said legit, but that's what I said. Um, but you can also mash up music live, uh, do whatever you want. So if you're kind of looking into figuring out if you can be a musician or someone that can produce music or make really great music, why not try Noise? Now, this was an interesting one. It is, it's called Color Me Book. Now, it's a way for you to change your pictures into a uh, drawing that you can color, like a coloring book. Uh, so you can pick any picture and then it will transfer over in just the lines and you can color it all you want. Now, I did this because I was like, this is actually kind of interesting and fun. The only problem is it does cost money to actually do this. Uh, it, it really does depend on if you're doing a coloring book or not. So it can range from $5 all to $25. So if you really want to turn your book, your pictures into coloring pages, this is it for you. It's called Color Me Book. The website's kind of a mishmash of 90s and today, especially that Color Me Book logo. I feel like they just made that off of Word and did the whole like bold 3D colors and I'm like, whoa, hello 90s. All right, there is a new app called Esterbot. Yes, Esterbot is a way for you to, well, transform your resume into a bot so you can make it a bot and people can be like well what's this is all about and the bot can tell you what this candidate may be about 
Uh, now it's on the... Looks like you can chat through Messenger well, so it looks like it can be a Messenger bot. But it looks very interesting, and bots are all the rage now. Um, so if you are a person looking for a job, what do you got to lose besides making your own bot? Yeah. Now this is an interesting one. It's called Showbox, and it's a way for people that don't really know how to uh, make videos very well into making really great videos for YouTube, Facebook, or any of those other ones. Um, I tested it out a little bit. I haven't really made one yet, but I actually might start using it to help streamline a lot of processes and just cut the editing down for... Because um, I really want to do video game reviews, not just through uh, sound, but through video as well. So this could actually be a, a great thing as well. So uh, if you want to try it out, it's called Showbox. It's free. You can use any other templates. They actually have a pixel-type template, so I'm actually really okay about that. Um, they do everything from top 10 lists to reviews to whatever else that you can think of. They've probably done. And they also have a way for you to make your own too. Uh, so check it out if you want to. It's a free sign up. So you have really nothing to lose. All right, guys, that is digital coffee for today. Sorry. It's a little bit later of getting out, but that's the way life is sometimes. I hope you guys enjoy it. Now, if you want to follow Digital Coffee on Facebook at Digital Coffee, Google Plus Digital Coffee, YouTube at Digital Coffee Podcast, uh, Instagram at Digital Coffee Podcast, Twitter at Digital CO77EE. And if you do like these podcasts, please consider supporting me on Patreon. I greatly appreciate it. All right, guys, that is the show for today. And tune in tomorrow where I talk about ooh, marketing and everything that's going on in marketing and something to help you with all the things that's going on with it. Maybe be some tools, maybe not. You have, to, you have to tune in to find out. All right, guys, see you tomorrow. Later.